together to do a full circle moment um it's been what we're so old now right it's been what girl it has been a long time we're 30 (laughs) years old now so it's it's the years are adding up and we're getting wiser and we're growing that's how I like to look at it but yes time is is passing girl and we're both in this both on the the um the the entrepreneurial uh bus sometimes struggle but but like yes. we, we don't yes. want to <laughs> we both found yes. our love um so I wanted to so we we're, we're we're coming we're going to be coming together on June 29th um and that will be at Ginyard Butler Middle School that's where we met mm-hmm. um, from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Um, and that's going to be a Saturday, and that'll be in our yep. hometown of uh, Barnwell, South Carolina. Oh, Barnwell, <laughs> where Walmart is like the the place to be. Yes, the only place you can be in Walmart. In Barnwell, <laughs> you go to Walmart if you you want people to know your home. Go to Walmart, and everybody. Like, oh, right, you're right. <laughs> um, so, Barnwell is it's it's a really it's a it really is a a, a true. Um, uh, coming back together, kind of full circle moment because we—that's where we met the 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 playground, the halls of um, our middle school. Um, can you remember? I can't remember. I was, thinking, I was like, what I can't remember how we met. Girl, my memory is so awful. I can't remember. And sometimes those are the best. Well, those are the best friendships. I think when you don't even remember what yeah. brought you together, you just got together. You know and. It's, I'm just grateful that we've uh, we've been able to sustain communication over the years and yeah. watch each other live out the things that we used to talk about, you know, in class. And I, but I, if I had to take a guess, though, mm-hmm. it probably was you uh, tutoring me in something. If I had to take a wild guess, and I think it just probably just blossomed into a friendship. Okay. But I'm pretty sure it might have been like, because you know, math has always been a struggle for me. I'm pretty sure that that had something to do with it, you tutoring me or helping me with something, and we just became friends. So, math. I'm, I was a math whiz. That was that was my thing. Yes, that was your thing, girl. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think some of the things that I remember. I remember. I don't. I can't remember how the lunches were. Oh, I feel so old. But I remember. I wore glasses. I remember you always pulled out your mirror. And we were all, that was the running job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, I forgot about that. Yes, vanity yeah. has always been important. <laughs> Every couple of seconds. And I was in the process because I'm an AKA now. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, yeah, everything just sticks. Every, every, the core of you will always stick with you through the years. Um, yes. Yes. I feel so old. I, I mean, I can visually, I can envision us on the playground and stuff. But I, I and I was thinking, I was like, man, we we're, we're old, but I'm glad that we'll we'll be going back to that place. But I am very proud of you, and I call I'm you. I'm proud of you too. 
my celebrity publish. Thank you, my my celebrity publishes. <laughs> Homegirl, my my. Yes. I remember, cause and and I think it. I don't know. If, I don't know if it was middle school, but I know I definitely. Sorry, could you hear that? No, I couldn't hear you. What'd you say? Um, I remember. I can't. I couldn't remember. Um, if you said this in middle school, but I remember in in high school that um New York City making New York City was a big thing for you. That was your thing. Making yes. And um and I remember you moving there. I remember talking to you about this. I remember you saying you moved there and how you you um struggled a bit and then you finally kind of you kind of found your way. Can you just talk a little bit about that? Yes. So uh, well, I knew I wanted to be a publicist um, at the age of 17. Uh, I was watching a, tel- a reality television show, and I was like, what is that woman doing? And then I was just like, well, I'm about to be a senior in high school. I need to kind of start figuring out what I want to do. And so I looked up what a publicist was, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm good at writing. Okay, I love helping people. Okay, I love help connecting people to other people. Um, and I love to talk. So sounds like a winner winner. So I went to school for uh, mass communications with a focus on public relations. And then I didn't like New York was not like the ultimate. It wasn't like, oh, like when I, I, I didn't always necessarily know that New York was going to be a goal. I just mm-hmm. focused on, you know, graduating uh, and upon graduation, just giving myself three to four years to figure out exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't want to put a lot of pressure on myself. I just wanted to kind of let things flow. And so I said, well, you know, in three to four years after I graduate college, I want to move. I mean, I knew I kind of had to move at some point in order to be successful if I wanted to do PR for real Mm -hmm. Um, because uh, South Carolina is not necessarily a breeding ground for creative um, and doesn't really have a creative energy or sensibility to it, and that's okay. Um, every region has its uh, thriving points, and that's just not what is a big, you know, commodity for, for South Carolina, much less Barnwell um, or Columbia, which is where I spent my, after I graduated uh, college, I went to the University of South Carolina, and after I graduated college, I stuck around in Columbia and made that home and uh, just kind of floated around. And uh, I took marketing jobs um, for a bit. Like I said, I was just seeing what was what and just seeing what I liked and just being in a, career, in a career. Like, let me just see what it's like to work in a corporate environment and see what's what and just, you know, just, just kick it day by day. And I got fired from my, every marketing job I had. So I was like, well, I guess it's not for me. So I guess what relations is really what I'm supposed to be doing. So uh, I really, I, honestly, I was just sitting at my desk one day, and I was like, I think it's time to move. And then at that point, it had been three, three and a half years, I think, um, mm-hmm. before my graduation from college. And so it, I literally was just like, oh, New York. I think that's where I should be. It literally was just a, a, a random thought. I, like I said, New York was never like, you know, oh, I know for sure I'm going there. It was just a random thought I had. I'm like, okay, it's time to move. Obviously, you know, South Carolina is not where I'm supposed to be because everything I do here 
it seems to not pan out. Um, mm-hmm. That must mean it's time for me to move. And so I did. Um, long story short, I uh, moved at 25. I'm 30 years old now. So I moved to New York at 25, and I basically quickly learned that I had to start from the bottom because in my world of public relations and mass communications, when you're working in the corporate world or you're working with firms, they like to hire from the inside and not just people who are just coming in from whatever, whatever. You have to work and start at the bottom of whatever company, you know, you're trying to come in and and work in the mass communications arena or you have to come with a buttload of experience to say, hey, I can come in and just start from the top. It's not where I was because nothing on my resume was really strictly PR. I mean, in the midst of working the marketing jobs, I did work with a modeling agency, uh, mm-hmm. and I got to be a part of uh, the first Columbia Fashion Week in Columbia, South Carolina as the model coordinator. So that built up a lot of my character and team-building okay. skills, and so – Working with uh, FFS Model and Talent Agency was also a cornerstone to me knowing and confirming that, okay, the creative world is what it's supposed to be. And mm-hmm. to this day, the woman that founded that agency is my mentor, my sister. Uh, we okay. still keep in contact. I still work with her. And she's actually about to be a client of mine. Um, so, nice. so, yeah, um, so in the midst of me trying to figure it out, uh, that happened. And that's also what I said was a confirmation that the creative world is where I was supposed to be. Um, so, yeah, I, I had to start from the bottom at 25, interning for free, um, wasn't paid. I was just lucky enough to have a support system that was able to sustain me um, while I figured things out in New York. And, you know, I came in, I did three internships, and in six months I landed my first job. didn't pay very much, but it was still my first job, and I was making money for myself. And now here we are three years later from – Moving here five years ago, I'm running my own thing. That also wasn't something I thought out. It was just kind of something that made sense uh, to what was organically happening in my life. And, and so, that's yeah, media, here that's I am. Media Maven, um, media Maven uh, Management. Maven Media Management, yeah. It's, it's, I, I don't even, you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. When, I was, uh, when I was looking up, uh, the woman that inspired me to be a publicist, her name is Kelly Strong. And when I was looking her up, um, I was like, what is amazing? Because she was described everywhere I did research on her, she was described as a PR, public relations maven. And I was like, what is that? So maven means expert. And what's funny is, I was looking for a cute name on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Since I was in New York now, I was like, I need to change my Instagram name. And I was like, maven. Like, and I didn't, I, yeah, I knew what it meant, but I had no idea that that was kind of a, like, I, again, just being in the prophetic, I, I, it was just, I did eventually become or have an expertise um, in the business. And so it was just, Maven Media Management just made sense because I picked out the name out of the blue, and lo and behold, the expertise did start to flow in naturally, and here I am. So it's kind of an ode to just a random Instagram uh, thought. I had something cute but professional. Uh, to to put on Instagram. So yeah, uh, Maven Media Management, but I don't. Uh, that for short, I just call it Maven Media. Yeah. Okay. And 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 Kelly Catron, you she was the the um where you worked where you interned at for free, right? Yes, I. She gave me my first 
New York Fashion Week experience. So I came my intent because that was the, the reality show that I watched. She was on there. And mm-hmm. that's when I was like, oh, and I always loved fashion, as you know, you alluded to that earlier. Right. But, yeah, fashion and fashion is something I always loved. And so I was like, oh, I'll be a fashion publicist like her. So when I moved to New York, all of my internships, all my unpaid internships, those first uh, four months, all fashion related. I'm working for fashion public relations companies. And like I said, I said when I saw her on television that day when I was 17, I said, I don't know how, I'm going to work for her one day. And I just was ballsy enough to look her up or look her company up. I spoke to her hiring manager and they liked me. And uh, I was one of the few interns they chose to work uh, New York Fashion Week. So her company gave me my first Fashion Week uh, experience and it was amazing, like seeing people like Two Chains and Whoopi Goldberg, and I was mm-hmm. we were in charge of all the blunt work, like feeding charts and escorting the celebrities to their seats and that sort of thing. But it really gave me an inside scoop as to how New York Fashion Week works. Right. Um, it was one of the most stressful. It was one of the most beautiful yet horrible internships I've ever had in my life. Um, <laughs> and not because of Kelly, it was just the environment was very toxic because. Mm-hmm. Kelly Chuan is a celebrity publicist, and everybody wanted to impress her. So the environment in the office is very doggy dog, and I just don't. I, I'm I have a very strong moral compass, and cutting other people down has just never been my thing. I'm like I'm just gonna mind my business, I'm gonna stay in my bag, do my thing, and so I was kind of always kind of like a loner, just like I'm gonna let my work speak for itself, and it did. Uh, she gave me public validation in front of all the other intern cohorts. Um, and publicly validated me saying I had a future in the business. And just mm-hmm. having her say that, uh, you know, after only knowing me for, like, what, a couple of months, that mm-hmm. was very nice. And it really just kind of – it made all the, the crazy stuff that happened as an intern there. just made it all worth it, you know, because she's the one that inspired me to, to do what I do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a very, very emotional roller coaster uh, situation. But, you but made I wouldn't it. trade it for the world just to have the woman I looked up looked up to say that to me. So yeah, nice. And so you and went. So you say you were 25 around that time. Was mm-hmm. was the other? So were you the one of the older interns? Yeah, everybody that, else that was like 18, 17. Mm-hmm. You know, or you know, rich mom and dad, and they just wanted them to do something cute for the summer. So mm-hmm. my grind was different because I'd already had experience in the work in the workforce. So I was always the first one there, last one to leave. Anything that needed to be done, I raised my hand. I made sure I made an effort to make myself be seen so that I could, you know, be the standout so that if they did, you know, indeed want to hire someone or they needed someone for extra projects outside of whatever was going on in the internship, you know, that that would happen. And actually that strategy worked. Um, And uh, another, um, another publicist, She's a expert in her own right and actually curated the first ever lingerie fashion week in New York, and I think it still goes on. But I sought her out for a consultation when I moved to New York on how to survive mm-hmm. in my internships, and that was the advice I took from her. Her name is Laura Rich, uh, Rich PR. I think she's changed nice. the name of it to Underhouse PR now. But, um, but yeah, I sought out, a, I took a consultation with her for an hour, and she basically gave me some tools and gems to succeed you know, in the very competitive world that is fashion PR, and that was one of the things that she told me to do, and it worked. Um, so, so yeah, that was I was just trying to get through every day, but the energy, 
energy in that place was was not good, and I'm an empath, so I take on any energy that that's around. I take it on. So it was a very mm-hmm. it was very hard to get up some mornings and go to that internship because the environment was so toxic. But I made it. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely relate to that. But that see that makes your that that's why your story is so amazing to me because you did you started off from the very bottom as an older in, uh, intern, and that in itself is, is, is different. Um, mm-hmm. And you, you you did all the things that, that I, you know, that's been good to me too. You raise your hand, you make yourself be known, and I've always known you to be a person who has good work ethic and who, you know, is assertive and you make your presence known. So I'm not even yes. surprised at that at all. Um, yes. So, and, and, and so the theme of, 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 of this, um, the event too, is you know the, the the small town girl and this with the big dreams and we both have been been mm-hmm. what what are some of the things that because you you got your the gems from sitting down with Laura Rich you said which is which is a really great thing that I would like to point out for um, people who are interested in getting a leg up is you know doing an informational interview with someone that's like that's so smart to do um, yes very smart uh, move that you did. Um, and then applying those things, actually applying what people say. Um, yep. But what are some of the things that you took from being from a a small town? Like how how did that mold you into to to um? Because I, I I can look back and like I'm like man like me coming from that small town where Walmart is just like that the big thing has really <laughs> made out. You know what I mean? It it has made me it has made something about me stand out. I have had it's. it's a lot of little different things. Have you felt the same way? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I, I loved uh, being raised in a small town because it gave me, I'm a very humble, I'm, I, I believe in humility because I believe no one person is greater than the other. We're mm-hmm. all walking our own path and we just need to do what we're called to do, mind our business and do our thing and be the best at it. And so I think it's, it's really shaped my foundation as a person. It built, built my character because, like I said, I'm very, I believe in, you know, having positive uh, moral ethics, uh, you know, to guide me. You know, I, and I grew up in a Christian faith-based home, and so my faith is what kept me through the times where things were going crazy or I, did, I was unsure or didn't know if it was where I was supposed to be. So yeah, growing up in Barnwell has shaped my my foundation as for me as a person, my character, and my mm-hmm. faith, uh, which are all the things that have sustained me. And I still, you know, those values that I that were instilled in me from growing up in a small town. I still, I'm like a city girl, but I've always had, you know, I'm very down to earth, and I think mm-hmm. that's what growing up in a small town will do for you. Um, and uh, you know, I, I'm I've always been friendly. You know, you're, a lot of your family is from New York originally. That's not, you know, what New Yorkers are known for. So mm-hmm. it made me approachable in a lot of situations where maybe if I was raised in a colder environment, um, maybe that wouldn't have been the case. Um, so, yeah, very humbling and, and really it's still a lot of humility um, for me growing up in a small town, for sure. Yeah, it's good, good. I, I definitely, definitely agree with that. Um I just want because I, I don't want to give too much away because um, I really, really want people in Barnwell because that's, I want people um, 
involved in all the kids. I don't, I don't even feel, I don't even know any of the kids in school now. All, my niece and my nephews are, are, are very young. Yes, I forgot so you're I, a big oh, auntie. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely an auntie. So I don't even know. And I do, I do have a, a cousin that's going to graduate next year. But you know, I don't, you know how we used to know everybody now? I don't, I don't know any of the kids. Um, but I right, right. Like, we're, we're way removed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, I, I Even though we look like we still we we're middle schoolers, <laughs> I still yeah I still get the like no crack baby yeah yeah <laughs> um I still get the um so I I want the kid I want the the kids there to know like we you know you can come from a small town and do amazing things oh yeah amazing. yeah and don't and don't think you know I'm sure you know as parents do they express their concern my mom did she was like oh. Like, what even is public relations? Are mm-hmm. you going to get a job in that? Why don't you just go be a teacher? Or why? I'm like, but that's, right. that's not, what in the not world? Me. Like, is there any teachers looking thing about me? Like, <laughs> you know, that generation is about stability. Yeah. And I think with both in the creative world and any creative, creative um, yeah. there's always a risk. Always. And, you know, you just kind of have to be a person that's all about taking risks and, you know, being calculated and strategic about it always, but uh, but yeah, it's a very risky business to be in. Um, but I think I've always loved the challenge, and I thrive off of overcoming challenges. Mm-hmm. I like to conquer um, things and be like, oh, like you know, I did it. Like that's just it makes whatever I achieve that much more meaningful. So I've always loved the challenge and never backed down from a challenge. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's a challenge to to be a creative. Um, lots of ups and downs, but. You know, there's, there's, part of it. it's not going to be like that always, you know. Right. Yeah. Table's always going to turn. You just have to be smart about it and remain positive. And, and yeah, not for everybody, but, you know. And, but it builds character. Um, but I, and I do, I do want to, because I know some people, like, they kind of have an idea what, a, a, what it, a, a public, um, a publicist does, but they don't really, really know. So, mm-hmm. so how can you sum up, how can, can you sum up the best, um, yeah. How could you decide what you do? I um, get this question all the time. So <laughs> a publicist is basically the liaison between their clients who has some sort of talent that they're pitching to the media. So when, a, when someone hires me, that means they have an entity, a project, or their brand that they want to promote to the media, and they have something that they want to get built brand awareness around. And so what I do is I take that thing that they're looking to promote, and I basically tell magazines, radio, television stations, it, it varies because not every platform, media platform, is a hit for whatever my client or talent is looking to promote. But my job is to just liaise with the journalists and the, the media people on in the within the media platform to convince them and pitch them angles as to why they should write about my client in their magazine or have them for an interview on a television show. So that that's the easiest way to explain it. Um my job is to keep a person relevant in the media and in a positive light um in the media to help them promote themselves or the organization or a project that they're looking to build build awareness around. That's the easiest way to explain it. Okay, yeah, that that that's a really good um, summary of of it. Um, so so brag about yourself a little bit. What 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 is what is some of your major things that you've, you've even sat back and was like, wait a minute, I did that. 
Because you have done it. You worked your behind off, and, like, within a couple of years, you've been able to do some big things. Yeah, and it's, I honestly feel like even though I beat myself up about, oh, why didn't I think about moving to New York sooner? I could have been so much further along, but that mm-hmm. wasn't my journey because literally – from the day I stepped foot in New York, I kept meeting the right people at the right time that put me in positions mm-hmm. to really kind of excel um, at, a, at a faster rate. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, uh, some of the companies that I worked for in the past, I, I worked with people that are legends. And some of the young people that we that may, we may be reaching with this may know, they may not know, but uh, mm-hmm. Jermaine Dupree, Salt and Peppa, Akon, uh, I've had a chance to work with them on various projects when I was working for another company I used to be a publicist for. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had, you know, media placements and some big magazines, like Essence, uh, Black Enterprise, Forbes magazine. Nice. Um, I've done uh, media placements on social media with Vanity Fair. Um, I've worked with, uh, I had the pleasure of working with a, a ballerina um, on the musical Cats, which is, Nice. One of the longest standing musicals ever, and she got me my first Wall Street Journal feature. Um, nice. So, so yeah, that's just a few things. But, um, but no, I've never. Mm-hmm. You know, I, sometimes I don't think about that. I just kind of, I just kind of do. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't do it for that. I just, whatever's the right thing, I just do it for the client, and mm-hmm. yeah, I get it done. But yeah, those are just a few things. Yeah, just, a, just a few things, just a little, just. just. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little few things, but yeah, I'm very, very proud of you. Um, but yeah, I think that I think that's a really good summary of of yes, absolutely. And um, and uh, please visit uh, my website. Uh, you know, Maven Media Management, all spelled out. dot com. Um, you can email me from the website. Um, if you are listening to this and you have some questions or um, you just want to talk. <laughs> So yeah, uh, reach me. Shout out to Instagram or anything. yes. Um, so you can look it up by my first name or either my actual handle, which is D is in dog, A is in apple, N is in Nancy, N is in Nancy, I underscore the underscore Maven, which is spelled M is in Mary, A is in apple, V is in victory, E is in egg, N is in Nancy. So that's Danny underscore the underscore maven and my name is danielle flowers um it's spelled phonetically just literally dan and then yell and flowers <laughs> like plant and boom and you are the maven you definitely are yes the <laughs> i'm still i'm still working on it every day so i'm just gonna keep claiming until it happens for real <laughs> exactly so i will see you on june uh 29th we will definitely talk to yes you. very excited <laughs> It's, it's been about three years since we've seen each other, yeah. I think, so. Yeah, yeah definitely. We, we're in the same state, but it's kind of like we're still far apart, kind of, so. Yes. Get, get, yes, girl. Syracuse ain't no joke. It's not close. <laughs> <laughs> That's a ride. Um, so, but yeah, June, June 29th at Ginyar Butler Middle School where we where we met. I think this is, that's just so beautiful to me. I'm just like right back where we met. Um, yes, right back, full circle. Full circle from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. And I'll put your all your information. Um, yes, please do. Under- yeah, please please reach out. It may take me a little minute sometimes, but bear with me. Uh, I'll always get back to you. It just might take me a little second. 
So yeah, you feel free to reach out. You booked and busy. That's why you was on Good Morning America. Listen, until I can make this thing a big conglomerate, it's only two years old. So until then, it's me and assistant and intern. Making you everything happen, it. so just bear with me. <laughs> you got it. You always do it. I was, you was on Good Morning, Good Morning America today, right? I yes, I was. Uh, my good friend uh, came to New York and was like, oh, one of my cousins, he does, his cousin, my friend's cousin does personal training. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes they had the, the personal trainers come on to show like, right. what got moves and stuff. He has does it all the time, and so he's like basically family with all the GMA crew, and so he got us VIP tickets to see Sierra this morning. I'm literally running off a one-hour sleep, and right now my same friend has me at Kurt, Frank, Kurt Franklin's release um, uh, program here in Queens, so I'm <laughs> so I'm running on fumes, honey, but I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, just keep just keep going. Keep making those Yes, yes. So, th- but thank you for taking the time to talk to me. I know it kind of took a minute for us to connect, but thank you for talking. I know it did. It took us, took us a few months, but we got it.